As a kid, video games weren't huge on my list, nor were they on my parents. Mom and Dad wanted my sister and I to play outside. But on the days when the Hoosier rainstorms rolled in, or a night when boredom struck, the blankets came down from the closet, and a fort went up. I'm Todd DeRocca, and this is Fort Blankets. Forts are easy to build. A few couch cushions form the walls of the small rooms for your fabric flat. Rooms to sleep in, hide your treasures, and store the Nerf guns and koosh balls to use in case of an attack. Tall kitchen chairs act as load-bearing beams for the roof, a roof made of those big blankets. In my childhood house, there were two perfect blankets for the job. The 5 by 7 blankets are multicolored. On one side, it looks like patches of cloth are sewn together, but it's all one solid piece with multicolored patterns on it. The other side is a red pattern of leaves and branches. Kind of ugly, but I still love them. Imagine here with me. The fort blankets provided the roof for the secret hideout I used as a spy agent. A rebel base to protect me from those woodland creatures with guns. An underground village. Or... Just a place where no one could enter because the fort blankets made the floor-based clubhouse invisible to outsiders. It was all those things sewn into one piece of cloth. And of course, with any fort comes a password. A password to ensure the enemy, mom, dad, and my sister, couldn't get in to steal my loot. One time, I built a fort with a doorbell. It was a complex contraption. Here's how it worked. I used my bed as the foundation for the fort. My bedroom door was the entrance. A single white string was taped along the door frame. The string stretched from the white wooden frame to the center of the popcorn ceiling and dropped behind the fort. At the bottom, the string was tied through a hole in a piece of cardboard cardboard that held back marbles from rolling into a marble dropper toy. Pull the string and it lifted the cardboard piece up. The glass marbles with their colored feather-like insides rolled forward in the wooden dropper. As the glass balls rolled into the marble dropper's arm, the weight of each marble pushed the arm down. One by one, the marbles fell out of the arm and hit a small golden bell on the floor. Ding, 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 ding. Sounds like someone's at the front of the fort. The fort blankets were my dad's. Today I have one and my sister has the other. On the edges of each of the blankets are metal snaps to fold the blankets in half to create a sleeping bag, because that's what my dad said they were, sleeping bags. Funny thing is, I've tried to make them into those cocoons to sleep in, but I failed every time. Who knows what they really are. One day, my mom texted my sister and I a picture. The image showed a fort-making kit, complete with plastic tubing, connector pieces, and what looked to be sheets of fabric like you'd see on a tent. She wrote, What if I buy this for Malachi, Meg? my nephew and her grandson. 
Without missing a beat, Meg and I both texted back, No, that's not how you build a fort. You could have heard us screaming with disgust through the phone. My mom knew what our answers would be, but she just wanted to see. I don't think Malachi would like that fort set anyways, because that boy has an imagination as big as his personality. At the breakfast table one morning, the one-year-old little boy pointed at the wall and said, Choo-choo! My sister didn't get it at first, but then she saw how the sun's rays created an image on the wall. Shadows of a square body with two triangles at its base, another square at its front, and a rectangle also at the front, resembling a train's smokestack. Malachi then said, All aboard! All aboard is right. Everyone should jump on the imagination train, no matter what your age. Imagine worlds where no rules exist, where shadows can be trains, clouds can be dragons, and blankets can turn into forts. Imagine the possibilities when you imagine. Just imagine and never stop.